Welcome to Soundscape Crusaders, a music discovery podcast where we pair music with media. Join co-hosts Nate and Levi on this journey as we dive deep and examine one song and episode, discuss what we love about it, and then pair it with something that emotionally and tonally coincides with the song. Um, anyway, yeah, we're, we're, um, in week three of when September ends, our tribute to, uh, rock, emo, punk from the 2000s. Yes, sir. Is that right? Yes, sir. Is that right, Nate? That's a yes. Um, and this week it's your pick. It is. And I want to hear what you got. Like, take the lead, sir. All right. I am... I, we are going, we are staying in the Northeast. The first uh, song I picked was from a band from Newark, New Jersey. We are staying okay. within that area. The second band is from Long Island, New York. And it is, what we are listening to today is a song from their 2006 record, Louder Now. The song is Make Damn Sure by Taking Back Sunday. Mm, I wonder if that's the one, some of the ones I know. It probably is. This is probably their most popular song. Um, you, you got a link? Sending it right now. There was two songs. I wanted to talk about Taking Back Sunday. Um, yeah. It was this song and uh, Cute Without the E was the other one I was like. I know that, that one. That one is so good. Um, but this is my favorite from them, so I wanted to talk about this one. So... Okay, I'm interested. I have the music video pulled up. Me too. I'm zeroed out. All right, sounds good. You ready? In three, yes. two, one. Blast off. <laughs> song really flies you know mm, yeah it does not overstay its welcome you know it just gets in gets out tells you what it's all about kind of thing kind of like last yeah, week's yeah. last week's song you know i i feel like there's gonna be a uh, through line for this whole month <laughs> <laughs> and what is that <laughs> Relationships yeah, suck. Don't they ever? Relationships are terrible. Everything sucks and people are <laughs> terrible and awful. Yeah. I don't know if I mean, this is going to be tough to find picks for <laughs> several times. This is exercising my muscles, man. Dude, man. Too bad you're not in college again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like exactly the shit we did in college. Um. Yeah, so... Did you know the song? Have you heard the song before? I don't think I did. No, okay. no. I think this is uh, if I if I had, I probably heard it on the radio, right. but it didn't. Really this stick. was so. Make damn sure was I think the if I remember correctly, it was the first single off their third record titled "Louder Now." Um, came out in two thousand six, so this is two years after my first week. 
so we're keeping within that mid-aughts time. Um, right. Taking Back Sunday is interesting because they found, so they were founded in, I think it was November of 1999, and one of the founding members was a man named Jesse Lacey, who ended up leaving the band shortly after its formation and founded a band called Brand New. I don't know if you know them. Um, no. They so, taking back Sunday is just really interesting with those first two records. So, like I said, Louder Now was their third record. They have two before it. Tell All Your Friends, which is their debut, and Where You Want to Be, which is their follow up. Both on Victory Records, which was a small um, <clears throat> was a small label out of Chicago. Some of the bands that came out of there that I think you would recognize are, aside from Taking Back Sunday, are um, Hawthorne Heights. Streetlight Manifesto and A Day to Remember. Um, okay, I, I knew one of those. <laughs> but like, there was so so much turmoil between like between members of the band through those first couple records that it's kind of shocking that they survived to make Louder Now. Um, yeah, like I want to say like Adam Lazara is the lead singer for Taking Back Sunday. I think he's like only one of like the original members still in it. I. I don't know much of their history really? post. Yeah, I don't know much of their history post louder now because I mean, I think their most interesting material is their first three records. Um, but he was dating one of the mam- one of the other band members' sister and cheated with her or cheated on her with someone else. So there. <laughs> oh yeah, that that causes issues. <laughs> like there's just and then like some like they they went on a. They went on a tour at one point, and then they got back, and they're like, "Oh fuck! What do we? I don't know if we like each other. Do we want to break up? You know, do we want to split the band? Do we want to call it quits?" Um, and shit, this like all that was even before um, their second record came out. Um, I have a question for you about this. Go for it. I'm curious as to what you think oh, because when you when you hear a band like this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, there's only one original bandmate mm-hmm. in the band now. Is it still the same band? It's kind of like the, what is it? The Ship of Thesis, I think is what it's called, where it's like an idea put forth where you have a ship. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's Theseus. I think it's Theseus. You have a ship. Theseus, is, I think is how you pronounce that. Theseus? Theseus, I think so. Um, okay, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you yeah. have a ship, and if you replace one board at a time, at what point does it cease being right. the original ship? If you're, you know, let's say you're replacing one board once a month or something, right. and it slowly kind of becomes a completely different ship, or is it the same ship? Same thing with bands. What do you <sighs> think? Man, that is a tough... Because there's so many bands I enjoy that have kind of gone through that. Like yeah. there was one. There's one band we talked about our episodes ago. Um, like I, look, I'll, I'll use them as an example. So Allison Chains, their original lead singer Lane Staley passed away in 2004. They picked up again and started right. making new records 2007 onward. And it was one of those situations where like, is this even the same band? You know, it doesn't sound the same. Right. Um, and a vocalist, changing the vocalist changes, everything. like that's hard to replicate. Right. Like at least if you lose a guitarist, you could have some, they might not have the same flair right. or something, but or you could have someone try to just or a replicate. Drummer. Yeah. Because yeah. you can find someone that can play. You know, it's right. very hard to replicate someone's voice. Um, I don't, dude, I I don't know. I used to be like a really big stickler for that kind of shit when I was like younger and right. kind of an ass. 
Um, I think if it's like if like if it's the brainchild, which I think um, Lazara is kind of the front man or not. Um, I think he's like the head writer for a lot of their stuff. I mean, just looking at the well, but I mean. You know, looking at Louder Now, all music and lyrics were written and performed by Taking Back Sunday. That's who they give the credit to. They don't give it to so the whole band. To the whole band. <sighs> I don't know, man. This is such a tough question. And like, I, I think it, it also stands to reason. Let's say he's the last guy, and then five years from now, he decides he's he's over it. Yeah. Does that kill the band, or could the band, since there have been established members for many years now, could they replace the last person? I think if... Maybe it's just a spirit thing? I think if, like, the heart, like, and what the band stands for, in a sense, I think if that's kind of kept intact, no matter who's involved, I think it's okay. Um, But also, at that point, just call it. (laughs) Just fucking call it. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's Yeah, I guess it's just one of those things where it's you know it when you... If you see it, and, I, and, and you, you can't really, and unfortunately, it's one of those things like when a band really has gone through so much lineup changes, it, it you can tell on their records, you know, right? You can definitely tell um, in their creation, and it's like one of those situations where like you're letting something live longer than it probably should. Um, yeah, if you want to look at it kind of morbidly, I think it's a really interesting concept to think about. Um, yeah, and just the idea of like who who owns that moniker of the band, right? Right. Because I mean, like looking at it, my favorite lineups of Taking Back Sunday were like the first three records, and even those guys went through multiple changes. Like people left and right. dipped, and you know, like I said earlier, like they were threatening. You know, they were going to disband. They were going to break up. Um, I don't know. That's a really good conversation. That's a really good conversation starter. That's. I don't know. What do you think? It's 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 a hefty thing, and I don't, I don't know if there is an answer to it mm-hmm. because I I think like I said, you know, when you see it, like that's the what is that the government's mm-hmm. definition of pornography, right? Right. Like that they, they in in order to I don't know you just know when you see it. <laughs> well, looking at so I, let's continue. Sorry. In terms of. I was just speaking in terms of like the band spirit. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that's what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes if a band loses one person, the spirit's gone Yeah, and you, you can't get that back. Sometimes somehow who they have replacing whomever that left keeps the spirit intact. I mean, I feel like that was the case with ACDC. Yeah. They lost Bon Scott, but Brian Johnson, you know, voc- like he sounds different drastically different yeah they still kept that spirit and that flame alight but yeah i mean looking at their current lineup right now two of the guys have been on since 2001 onward to present the other two guys okay that's that's a long time yeah this is interesting because the other two guys one was with them from 99 to 2003 the other guy was with them from 01 to 03 both left came back both in 2010 to present so i guess like i'd say probably yeah they're I haven't listened to much post louder now in regards to t- uh, taking back Sunday, but I think in that argument, a lot of that heart's still there and kind of came back, you know? Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I would say all of those people are pretty established with the band to where that doesn't, I'm not, I mean, I'm not a taking back Sunday expert, so I can't I'm speak really on either. the sound, you know, but mm. uh, it sounds like they all have a relationship with the band. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, taking back so. Sunday, you know, you 
they're an alternative rock band. They have emo elements as well, especially like with their right. lyrics and how um, visceral they can be, like especially with this song. Um, but I remember this being super popular, by the way. Yeah, they were. Like, I feel like this type of music isn't anymore. It's not, but I feel like it's fun to reminisce and look back on. I feel like it, it's, but it, I, I think it's, I'm looking at it through a nostalgic lens, you know? This song, in terms of what it is, I feel like it's pretty straightforward. This guy's dealing with this person uh, relationally, and uh, it doesn't sound healthy. No, it's it, it comes off as very toxic, but from what I think is kind of an yeah. interesting perspective, well... Interesting to a point because, you know, toxic relationships are not, you know, fun. Um, but I think it's interesting because the pers- it's the perspective of the one being toxic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess we never asked you this. What did you think of the song? We never- I liked it. I, I, it didn't, like, set off, like, alarm bells in my head or anything, but mm-hmm. I liked it, you know? It's a fun song. I mean, it, yeah. it doesn't yeah. I, I, continue. I think I would have a stronger reaction if I had remembered hearing it more. Right during that time period and i'm surprised i haven't like it doesn't sound familiar like extremely familiar to me this was a popular song bro yeah i remember hearing and i was aware of taking back sunday too i remember hearing it on the radio all the time yeah because louder now was their first uh record with warner brothers so it was like a big label that they got signed to and made this record yeah so they, that's probably why I got so much play. They, I mean, they were huge. Yeah. Like, they had a presence. And they're really, really good live. I saw them live back in high school, and it was fucking awesome. I bet that was awesome. They, um, It was one of those uh, How the Edge Stole Christmas shows. Yeah. And <sighs> Day to Remember was there. Take It Back Sunday was there. Naked and Famous. Joy Formidable. I can't remember who else was at that show. But it was awesome. I bet it was. Was it? What? Where was it? Um, you know where uh, Grand Prairie is. Yeah. Um, it was at that uh that um that venue. Whatever that one's called, the Verizon Theater or whatever. Know. I haven't been there. It's a cool. It's a cool venue. Yes. Who else was there? I think Rise Against might have been there. I think AWOL Nation was there because Sale was kind of big at the time. Oh man, but yeah, this song's not here to reinvent the wheel. It's just here for it's, it's not here to, for ha- it's just here to have a good time. And, and and that's not yeah, it's not. I I was I have no criticisms against against no, it. It's uh it 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 is what it is in a good way. Yes. Um, and it it's very typical emo rock type, you know, yeah. uh, punk rock. Um, and yeah, it's about a relationship going not so well. So that's pretty much what I got from it. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? Is there anything else we can add to this song? It's very, I feel like it's very toxic and abusive, especially from the perspective yeah. of this narrator. Like the chorus, just the chorus alone is, I just want to break you down so badly. Well, I trip over everything you say. I just want to break you down so badly in the worst way. Um, yeah. Like I said, there's a theme through this month. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's not pretty. When you want to break someone down, that's not it's not a good thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it seems like it's mutually toxic, this particular relationship. Yeah. Would, would you say? 
probably. I'd, I'd say that. Yeah, it, it doesn't sound one-sided. It sounds like they're both uh, pretty I think, I think yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I actually do think... Do you have a pick? I think I do have a pick. Yeah? I do have a pick. I do, too. I do have a pick. Okay. Uh, so, do you want me to go first? It's my week. That's what we usually it, do, right? It's my week, bro. Go first. Fucking send it. All right, man. I wonder if Let we're going to pick up. the same uh, movie or thing. I I'll, I'll be surprised. I'd be surprised if uh, if we did. I'm curious if you've seen this movie. Mine's a movie. Sorry, spoilers. All right. So we are working um, with a song that's about a toxic relationship, mm-hmm. maybe even an obsession. Um, just toxic relationships, maybe just whole lot of maybe jealousy maybe you know um hate a lot of things and there's a movie that i that came to mind uh that kind of has all of these things it's a classic film uh made by alfred hitchcock starring joan fontaine and Laurence olivier that is rebecca from 1940 have you seen this i have not i have not dude yeah it's probably my favorite. It's your favorite uh, Hitchcock? One of my favorite Hitchcocks. Yeah, one of my favorites. Uh, I don't know if I can say it's my favorite favorite, but it's definitely up there. Uh, so I just sent you the trailer. Let's, let's do it. I think it. it's the right trailer. I'm. That was not my pick, obviously, if I've never seen this movie. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm okay. ready so, whenever you are. Three, two, one. the return of the most glamorous motion picture ever made david O'Sell's he's like such a charming like handsome dude too. oh yeah olivier yeah Lawrence olivier is handsome superstar and now as a result of a national poll winning new honors as audiences throughout the country vote to see it again the selznick studio successor to gone with the okay so that's pretty much it um rebecca this rebecca Sorry, I'm taking this movie is uh like I said by Alfred Hitchcock. Legend. Um, yeah. Do I have to explain who he is? He's one of the most famous directors of all time. We'll just for the sake of saying it, he's one of the most famous directors of all time. He did things like Psycho, you know, the shower scene. Wee wee wee. Insert that sound. Um and the birds and North by Northwest, Rear Window, yeah. Vertigo, Vertigo, yeah, Rope, Dial M for Murder. He's yeah, he's the fucking shit. There you bro. go. Yeah, yeah. He he's he's got a ton of classics. Oh yeah. Rebecca is. I find it to be an interesting movie because it's it's not a it's not a horror movie, right? Mm-hmm. But it kind of is, and it's kind of a ghost story, but it's also not doesn't have monsters but it is a ghost story in the sense that the titular character rebecca is dead before the movie even begins huh that's cool and everything kind of revolves around her so is Lawrence olivier and her husband her ex-husband i don't you know i don't, uh, don't answer that i don't answer that no no, no. yeah Lawrence olivier Lawrence olivier is rebecca's husband okay rebecca is dead gotcha uh 
and uh, he meets a young lady played by Joan Fontaine. Okay. And, uh, you know, they meet, fall in love, get married, take him. He takes his new bride back to his estate, Manderley, which is a giant mansion uh, in England. And the housekeeper slash kind of butler type lady, you know, the house, the keeper of the house, um, she is just mean. She is mean to... Uh, Maxim is uh, Maxim is the name of the character that Joan Fontaine plays. Okay, um, and the housekeeper is super mean to her, and like is mad about Rebecca, and just try tries to manipulate situations into making Maxim look bad. Um, f- and even though Lawrence Olivier's character, you know, doesn't have a problem, like the housekeeper is trying to make him, you know, get rid of her. Um, and you know, there's twists and turns and you learn things about all of the characters and you're trying to figure out, um, you know, was this guy not a good guy? What, like what, or, you know, who's the bad guy right. in this story, right? There's so many questions around. like that, uh, arise from watching this movie. Cause you don't know which, you yeah. know, don't know which way's up. Yeah. And there's a lot of intrigue and you're just following, uh, Joan Fontaine's character as she tries to navigate this. Um, yeah, there's a really beautiful disc from the Criterion Collection that you can get for this, and the transfer is beautiful. That trailer we just watched looked terrible, mm-hmm. but the the disc transfer is beautiful. You can probably find this. Let's see. I know it's on the Criterion channel probably because it's a Criterion movie. Okay. Um, well, it says it's not available on any services, but... Well, that's unfortunate. Oh, well. Uh, beautiful movie great just it's a great story and it's um i i think it's one of the more underrated hitchcocks out there because you always have people talking about vertigo or um rear window which both great movies or psycho the birds you know all of that but rebecca is is a really special movie Mm -hmm. and um if you haven't seen it i think you definitely should looks good but i like hitchcock i i think like just let me i mean just looking at his like filmography i everything i've seen from him is just it's just so good like yeah let's see what i'm done i'm pulling i'm pulling up his his filmography he has a huge filmography too yeah Uh, in silent and sound let's see i have seen murder um the man who knew too much the 39 steps i think sabotage the lady vanishes rebecca foreign correspondent uh maybe suspicion strangers on a train's pretty good strangers on a thing is great shadow of a doubt that's a good one dial them for murder's great rear window's great yeah uh i love rear window i do too yeah i've seen most of his like later stuff but everything, everything I've seen from him is... I love Rope. I think Rope's one of my favorite yeah. of his. But I'm just... James Stewart is just the perfect... He's just the perfect yeah. actor. Oh, my God. He's amazing. He is amazing. I Here's a hot take. I don't like The Birds. It's okay. I think it's I think it's one of his more bland movies, and it, it relied to... Like, it didn't age as well to me as a 
like most of his other Mm -hmm. movies because it relied so much on the terror of the birds when I just really, the only, the big thing that I took away from that movie from being amazing is the last scene where they're uh, walking through the big field of the birds to get, I think to the, get to the car or something. It's been a minute. And they're just Um, standing there. And that, yeah. And that, that's, that was a crazy scene, but in general, I just found the movie not to be my thing. And I, 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 he has so many other amazing that are, movies that I, I just, it's know, not the I one I would watch. recommend. Shit. I wouldn't even really recommend psycho that much. Um, I like psycho. You want to know why I like psycho? Why? Cause Janet Lee dies in it. <laughs> you know whose mom that is no, by the way? I, uh, uh, what's her face? Um, Blanking on her name, I know. I know. She's in True Lies. <laughs> true Lies. She in True. Oh yeah, yeah. She is. Okay, I was about to say. What's her? Jamie Lee yeah, Curtis. That's her mom. Um, why do you like Psycho? Yeah. Do you have a mommy issue? Um, like? Well, I know. I somehow I managed to get to watch that movie without knowing the spoilers of the end. Oh shit! So I went in completely fresh somehow, and it was like later in life. That makes a difference. And not knowing that, like, it was a good experience. I just had a really good experience watching that movie. That's one of those movies I had spoiled for me, and I. I feel like it. It's a movie for most people that you have the ending explained because it's so. It's an iconic movie, yeah. so it's hard to not know about it. You know? No, for sure. No, 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 for sure. Um, There's a lot of movies like that. That's a special thing to experience, especially for a classic movie like that. Right, for sure. No, that um, that makes a difference with Psycho because I think I had it spoiled that that whole ending, the whole Norman Bates yeah. thing. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, the uh, Rebecca's good, and I definitely recommend it. You need to watch it. I have a I have a disc of it if you need. So to. you relate it to the song because it sounds like it's about like a very toxic relationship. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I didn't even go into that. So I, I I think it fits the song because the movie, like everyone has a toxic relationship in one way or another. The The housekeeper is extremely just bitter and chilly towards Joan Fontaine. Okay. And, uh, and they're all talking about, you know, Rebecca, Rebecca, Rebecca. Uh, like you'll never be Rebecca, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. So she was going into this, she's going into the, Joan Fontaine's going into this relationship already way behind the eight ball. Yeah. And Laurence Olivier, it like gets really weird every time Rebecca gets brought up. Like he just, uh, so she tries not to even bring him up around him and he's like, you know, weird about it. It's crazy. And then, yeah, the housekeeper is just very bitter and whatever. And um, the lyrics kind of reminded me of that relationship Mm -hmm. because, you know, like in the first verse, you have you are everything I want because you're everything I'm not. Yeah. And so I kind of hear this song as uh, Joan Fontaine's character singing, being like, you know, talking basically to Rebecca Mm -hmm. because there is a moment in the movie where she kind of like has this breakdown. She's like. Aw, poor baby. You know, everybody's talking about Rebecca. Um, and it, it's like there can be this form of jealousy for this person that isn't even alive anymore. 
because she wants that connection. Right. That makes which sense. she doesn't have. She's being frozen out. Yeah. That, that um, would suck. Yeah. So, like, not, not everything has a one-to-one, you know, translation from this song to Rebecca, but enough of it. I see uh, why it reminds it me of that movie. Yeah, yeah. I, it makes total sense why you would relate it to it. I like it. No, it looks good, man. And Hitchcock's one of those guys like I've seen a, a good chunk, but it's still never enough. You know, there's yeah. so much more. And there's, you know, there's more things I could connect to it, but it has to do with like the key, nah. you know, some of the key nah. plot points. So I'm not even going to go into it because yeah. it, uh, yeah, going fresh, man. Okay, I I will have fresh. to do that. I'll have to I'll have to watch that. Um, good pick. I like it, um, even though I've never seen it, but I think it works. Good job. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to hear what you have because uh, it's not. You know, clearly we didn't pick the same thing like you saw. So um, I wonder if I'm gonna be a big fan of this pick that you. Have. I don't know if you've seen this movie before. Um, this is one of those movies I saw Only in passing. What's up? Only one way to find out. Only one way to find out. This was one of those movies I saw in passing a lot on TV. I don't know why my parents let me watch parts of this movie and then, you know, eventually like the whole thing at once. Um, right. Because this movie is, the whole movie is toxic. The whole movie just makes you feel uncomfortable. Um, okay. This is a movie that came out in 1987, so it's a little later. Than Rebecca, it is go. It is a psychological. What's up? You good? No, I'm I'm good. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, so it's a psychological thriller, starring Michael Douglas and Glenn Close. The movie I am picking to relate to this song, "Make Damn Sure," is Fatal Attraction. Uh, Have you seen it? Is it? It's kind of like Basic Instinct, right? It. <sighs> Send me the link. Send me the no, trailer. I don't think it's it's it came. Be- well, one, it came before. It was five years before Basic Instinct, and two. Well, yeah, but it, it, okay. And, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's watch the trailer first. Let's just watch okay. the trailer first. I don't think it's like Basic Instinct, but I don't know. This the title sounds like Basic right. Inst- <laughs> Instinct, but this one is this movie's a fucking trip. It's <laughs> is what it is. All right, man. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. In three, two, one. A look that led to an evening. We were attracted to each other at the party. That was obvious. You're on your own for the night. That's also obvious. A mistake he'd regret all his life. Now, where's your wife? Man, they're really giving a lot away oh, in this Jesus. trailer. Should, should I stop it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 let's... Yeah, stop it. No, they're... Jeez, that was giving me so much Dude, anxiety. I, oh how do you God. think I felt as a child watching this movie? I was like 12, oh, bro. Oh, man. So it's... N- I don't really think it's like um, Fatal Attraction. Yeah, no, that's different. So Definitely Basic different. Instinct stars Michael Douglas and Glenn Close, who are both really, really good in this movie. Michael Douglas is kind of a slimy, not lawyer. I think you were thinking of a basic instinct because Michael Douglas is in that as well. Um, oh shit, he yeah, is. I think yeah. that's what you thought of. Well, and even the titles like Fatal Attraction is like it sounds like a sex thriller. It's, a, it's it, like Basic Instinct. It's not as erotic as uh, Basic Instinct. Um, so Michael right. Douglas plays this character. I think his name is Dan, if I remember correctly, who's a lawyer. A Manhattan, New York lawyer. He's a shithead. 
and he has an affair, a one-night stand with this woman, played by Glenn Close. What is her name? I'm going to look it up. Named Alex. He has a one-night stand with her. She becomes madly invested in him and wants to be with him and goes through hella lengths to be with him or try to be with him. I felt like I was just having a panic dude. attack watching some of those instances dude, dude. in the trailer. Dude. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it's not, so this is not really. A, she looks nuts, dude, man. I, and I think, if I remember correctly, this, she was up for a, um, an, uh, best actress, I think. I, I believe yeah. it. Just for, I don't even need to see the movie from that trailer, man. She was. I don't think she won though. Different. Stressing me out. Dude, it's, it, there's, so, so there's so much that happens in this movie that is just a fucking trip dude it's i i need like i feel like i need to watch it but i'm not like i'm gonna be stressed out the whole oh yeah time. it's like it's like uncut gems level of stress yeah because like it starts out like easy breezy like well i mean michael douglas is a shithead right because his like his 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 wife he has a wife and daughter which was shown in yeah, the trailer he's cheating and he cheats on her with Glenn Close's character, Alex, like it already starts off really shitty, like very toxic, like adultery right. is bad. Don't do it. Like, right. Just, just don't fucking do it. Um, Put the little reading rainbow music. The more, you know, <laughs> or the more, you know, yeah. <laughs> I should. Adultery is bad. Don't do it. That's the NBC yeah. theme. Um, yeah, it's just, there's so much that happens in this movie that I don't really want to give away just in case you do eventually watch it. But there are scenes in this movie that are, as a parent of a child, right. is, is like fear inducing. Um, yeah, yeah. Like you saw what happened in the trailer with like, hey, where's my the daughter? Roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. And she takes the daughter for a trip. Um, cause in the movie, that makes me nervous. Dude, in man. the movie, um, Glenn Close's character gets like this whole like fantasy in her head that she's going to be with Michael Douglas and they're going to raise his kid. And it's, <laughs> I'm glad we dropped out of that trailer, bro. Cause like it was going to start giving shit away. And I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. That looks, that looked tense, man. It's, it didn't look. I mean, it looked great. It looked it's great. It's not a feel-good um, movie, <laughs> for starters. In in the same way that the song really isn't a feel-good song, not, you know? Like, it, so I, I, I see where you're coming it's from. It's very toxic, isn't it? I see Because they both suck. Definitely, Michael Douglas is not yeah. the hero in this movie. None of this would have happened right. if he wasn't, like, if he couldn't just, you know, keep his pants up, you know? Or right. if he could just, like, keep right. his dick in his pants, he'd be fine. Right. None of the bullshit that yep. happens. Like, he's no... It always confused me as a kid, because I'm like, why do we want him to win? He's he's just as bad. Yeah. Like, I remember asking my parents that, and they're like, well, it's just a movie. <laughs> That's what they'd always hit me with. And I'm like, I, I, that make no sense. Like... Can't fight that logic. Like, I feel... Like, you feel bad for his wife, and you feel bad for his kid. But, like, I don't feel bad yeah, for Yeah, and they're getting... <laughs> well, that's where the tension is. Yeah. Even if you don't, like, like him these innocent people that he's associated with are in the crossfire right. and that that like makes you nervous that makes you real nervous 
Um, it sounds great. I I have nothing to add, but it it sounds like I don't want to give them. I don't want to talk more about it because like there's right. there's one scene the, in this movie. And it was I think it was the first scene I ever saw of it. It's kind of near the end. But it's always stuck with me because I think it is just the most grotesque, horrible thing you could do. Oh, no. And I, like, it's it made me so sad. That makes me, that makes me nervous. Dude, it's, if you watch it, let me know and, like, let me know how you feel. Um, that makes me really nervous, man. It is It is pretty good. It's very well made. The director is Adrian Yeah, Lynn, it looks great. Um, and he did, he did Flashdance. I don't know if you ever saw that. It's okay. Nope. Jacob's Ladder, which is a pretty interesting psychological horror film. He did Indecent Proposal, which is an erotic drama. He did Deep Water, which is that new uh, psychological that thriller with Affleck oh. and Ana de Armas. He did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard... Wait, was that supposed to be good or I bad? I have no idea. I can't remember. And the, and the screenwriter was James Dearden, which it looks like he didn't really do much of note that i can tell fatal attraction was really his his big one right it's big yeah big thing i mean all you need is one sometimes all you need is the one you know if you're interested check it out i think it's really interesting i I think it's very well done um i really yeah i really that that's going up at the top because that that sounds like it sounds like something that i would really enjoy even if i was stressed out the whole time And, and you will be you will be stressed out the entire time because you're like, where is she? Where is she? Where is she coming yeah. from? Yeah, like just psycho, like kind of like uh, our Invisible Man conversation. Oh I love yeah. that. Like, like Invisible Man would be a good fit too here. <laughs> so. I love that movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess you. I don't really have to explain much more of why I think it relates to the song. Yeah, um, it makes sense. <laughs> it just makes yeah. sense um yeah i mean i i think that's a great pick um and really again as always just kind of seems like these songs are you know doing the hard work for an interesting double feature night <laughs> this would not be a feel-good double feature no <laughs> no it would not so. it i mean Rebecca's pretty long mm-hmm. i think it's Let's see. I think it's over two hours. Fatal Attraction. Yeah, 130 minutes. Fatal Attraction's only 11 minutes shorter. It's just, it's pretty hefty as well. So, you sitting down for this, it's a four plus hour endeavor for a double feature. Mm -hmm. Maybe take a break, eat some pizza, or try to be happy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) For that reason, I mean, I would, I would guess it's hard to say because you haven't seen my pick and I haven't seen your pick, but I think mm-hmm. yours would want to be first. Like you go, you go, Fatal Attraction, and then Rebecca. I think because, that's like fair. you can kind of simmer down with Rebecca because it's more of a slow simmer type thing, mm-hmm. and it seems like fatal attraction you'd be stressed out the whole time so at least maybe you could kind of like chill out after and watch some nice a nice 1940 hitchcock movie (laughs) what do you think i think that's fair i think that's fair because there's really no like 
breathing room and fatal attraction it just fucking goes man i still can't believe it's one of those films that just played my house at the time like constant yeah oh yeah my parents that's yeah thanks mom and dad doesn't seem like yeah a very kid-friendly movie (laughs) no but i was just so intrigued as a child like oh what movie is that you know i try to digest as much as i could you know oh nothing felt better than watching something that was like beyond your scope of comfort right you know in terms of yeah like oh this is a movie for adults yeah i'm cool yeah (laughs) i'm old or some shit like that right i would you know i would recommend your system i think it's i think it's a well it's well made it was up for six academy awards i don't think it won any but oh nice it had six noms it was the highest grossing film of 87. Like, it was a popular movie when it came out. So Hey, we uh, Rebecca was nominated for a bunch of Academy Awards, too. So nice. there you go. It's the, look at us we go. We got two Academy movies. Yeah, look at us go. Damn. What a... You're right, though. This month has been bummer city. <laughs> yeah, and I have a feeling it's probably going to continue to be that. Yeah. Um... I, I just can't see us getting out of that for emo rock month. <laughs> nope. I think uh, we knew what we were getting ourselves into, and we committed. Yeah. This is week three. We got one yeah, more now, left, man. Yeah, that, now that begs the question, what is next week's song? I'm excited, It could bro. be anything. It could be anything. I am excited to see what you bring to the table. It's going to be awesome. I don't even know if I know yet. Nice. I have to decide. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah, Thanks. maybe I'll just close my eyes and pick. There, there's with... a few that... Mm-hmm. Huh? I was going to say, if you come with like a day to remember song, I'm going to like freak out. <laughs> That's on my list. Well, one is on my list. Dude, so. fucking shit, and If not, more than one. So, there's a few options. Um, so, it... it just really goes to say like do i pick something that i more had more of a connection with or something that better represents the era that we're talking about well so i think i'm going to make that decision i think i mean you know looking at last week's i think cuz it sounded like you have a lot of tie you had a lot of ties to feel good drag um but it still was within that parameter of this month right. so i think it worked i think you did just fine so i'm right. excited no no for for sure for sure i i I just think yeah i'm just trying to decide do i want to pick something like one of the one of the key things or not but you know just bouncing ideas around we'll see man just trying to figure it out this has been fun i'm really like i'm super proud with how far we've come so we've like gotten a lot better yeah yeah and uh this week's been great and i can't wait till we you know figure next week out uh, we got some good good stuff coming thanks for listening follow us on twitter at sound crusaders and also follow us on tiktok and instagram at soundscape crusaders until next time